What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Rockcast, brought to you by Onyx Hunt Maps. And today we're going to knock out another episode of Tipsy Tuesday. It is December 15th today, and yeah, we're just going to roll right through it. So a couple things on the forums. There are two photo contests that are still going with some pretty sweet prize packages. So they're going for another month. It, it, that it will be the Whitetail and the Youth Contest. Those photo contests, uh, if you're a member of the forum, you can hop on there and post one photo. The photo is judged off of, like, composition, the actual photo itself, not how big the animal is. Those run through January 15th. Uh, First Light's pitching in a pretty cool package for the first slot, or for the Whitetail contest. And for the youth contest, Western Edge Gear is giving out a, um, a youth backpack. Um, as we roll on here, like mid-December, we just finished up our uh, a muzzleloader hunter. It was our last last hunter. It was actually Travis Hobbs, who's who we've had on here a couple times. He shot a pretty nice white tail with us yesterday. Um, and so now that that's wrapped up, got a little bit of time. We got some new snow and a new storm coming. I think I'm going to go do some coyote calling, which leads me to reference our coyote calling podcast with casey johnson that we did oh it's been maybe not quite a year ago but it's been a while so it's down the list of ways but it's just called calling coyotes with casey johnson so you can reference that if you're going to get out get out and start calling i think uh maybe it's kind of important to know that you know there's been i've had a lot of people get a hold of me well the hold of the outfitting outfit um, that they want to go coyote calling sometime between January and March. Honestly, the best time to do calling to like have the most success would be like November, December. As you roll into January, they're going to get harder to call in. Um, latest episodes that we've done, we did we did the Mule Deer Heartbreak episode with Robbie. Um, we did hunt recovery and prep with Kyle Camp. I kicked out a late season gear podcast, and right here directly, probably as soon as this tipsy episode goes up, the next episode will go out, which will be like a meat cutting part one with Leah. And uh, yeah, we had to split that into two parts because I almost missed my flight coming out here the other day because we were we were recording. But that is going to be a super educational um, episode, that meat cutting one. She's done that since she was just a little, just a little kid and knows a lot about it. So excited to get that episode up. New articles up on the Rock Slide for or uh, on the Rock Slide website. We've got Kuyu Youth Clothing Forum. So Kuyu Clothing for Kids. That's up. The Seek Outside Eolus Tent Review. That's up. I used that Eolus for eh, a couple of falls. I actually think I sold it this last fall. Uh, Robbie reviewed the Cryptex Sonora pant and hoodie. And then Jared Bloomgren reviewed the Cryptek Observa pattern, which is new. And then Travis reviewed the Yeti Backflip 24 soft cooler review. It's like their backpack cooler. I have one. It's super nice. I took it to Alaska and was able to bring, take gear with me on the way up there. And then 
Um, on the way back, I just kind of spread things out to make it work and then put meat in that cooler and brought it back. So I like that one a lot. One thing that's coming down the pipe that's new that I think a lot of people should be excited for is Robbie is going to do a new mule deer book. And uh, it's going to be, sounds like it's going to be, you know, more so on on mule deer stories and lessons learned from those stories more so than you know direct tactics like his other book but if you don't have Robbie's first book you should just go buy it right now and then be for be looking forward to his other book coming out and we're going to do a podcast on that the first week of January so that'll be kicked out early in the year and we'll be able to just uh, talk about his new book um on to hot news Utah general season tags are going to remain over the counter. We talked about that, I think, a couple weeks ago on the last episode. Utah talked about taking their what was once over the counter tags to a draw to see, like, to weigh pros and cons, and they decided to just leave it as an OTC. And, and yeah. So, what's going on there? Big, big topic right now the corner crossing. Um, case that's going on in Wyoming. So the best article that I found on this was from Outdoor Life. And the public has raised more than $50,000 to defend the ticketed hunters. So essentially what you've got, if you look at, if you like bring up your Onyx map or you bring up a BLM map or whatever, you look at Wyoming Especially like around that I-80 corridor, but there's tons of places that have this same exact thing that's going on. Um, you have a bunch of like checkerboarded yellow BLM sections, and they all touch in the corner. And so the previously it has been like known to be illegal or known maybe more so to be very frowned upon, depending on who you talk to. Um, you know, I just heard of a story of a buddy that glassed a deer on some, I think it was state ground or it might've been BLM and, but there was a corner to get to it. He had to jump a corner and he called the game warden and the game warden's like, "Mm, man, I would ticket you for that. Like, yeah, it's just kind of how it is. So it's known to be very frowned upon if there is not a public road that goes to that BLM section you're not supposed to you're not supposed to be able to get it so you can't jump corner to corner um there were four guys that there was a a private landowner that had it sounded like he had chained off that corner marker and said it's no public access and so these guys went and got a ladder and they put the ladder from corner to corner so they would never even touch the chain therefore like never touching private land and the landowner got a hold of game and fish and i think the i think the sheriff too and anyways they were cited for trespassing and they've pled not guilty there's four guys and now they're fighting it and this is going to be you know depending on how it goes i think there's a a hearing set for march is what i've kind of gathered and yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it goes. You know, this could set the precedent for 
a bunch of other you know this could let you this could open up corners which would open up a lot more ground because what happens is say there's a section of BLM that a public road goes through that you can access and get to it well off that corner you know off each four corners of that BLM section there could be another BLM section that you just can't you can't access because you can't corner jump so the private landowners essentially have that what they call landlocked and so the public can't access it even though you know it is technically public um, public ground so there are a kajillion issues with this um you know there's a lot of sides of the board i haven't really heard the private land uh landowner view on it as much as like the public land hunter but i don't know there was a really good uh, there's a forum thread going on it that uh is pretty interesting to see people's views and one guy said you know and he was working for a ranch he was like we don't mind people that are jumping the corners we don't mind at all because you know it's the ones that stretch it out and instead of jumping the corner they try to like cut your corner or they try to do whatever like those are the ones that those people if they're going to trespass they're going to do it whether corner hopping is legal or not so whatever I personally don't really see an issue I've got I mean we don't have BLM around here in Nebraska um so but as a you know private landowner or growing up with access and you know my family owning private land I guess I don't really see an issue of jumping the corner but yeah I don't know so that's going on um there I'm going to link to the outdoor life website down at the bottom um because there's a there's a really good thread going on that right now and then there was a a Louisiana police officer and uh, three others that were cited from for they were poaching from a patrol car so not not really that good that's something that happened down in louisiana and then we have an article that's up or uh no sorry not an article that's up it's a forum thread that a guy posted about shooting he shot two wolves with his bow sounded like he went out and heard a deer bawling went down to check it out there was two wolves that were pretty damn close to him and not scared at all it seemed like and so he was able to shoot two of them which is bow with his bow which is pretty cool if you want to look at that forum thread just hop down uh to the links below and then it'll get you there um all right important dates i'm not going to go through all of them right now um we've got a couple of weeks but January, the end of January is when Wyoming's elk, uh, non-resident elk permits, um, you're going to be able to apply for those. So kind of keep that in the back of your mind. And we're almost application season and we're going to start making, making some plans for next season. It's crazy. The year barely gets over and you're already planning for next year. But, um, yeah, we'll try to keep some of those draw dates and deadlines and things like that lined up. Uh, for the hot minute, I'm just going to keep this one pretty quick. Mostly just a reminder to go sort your gear out, put it away. Um, 
you know, set tents up that you use. Make sure they don't have any holes in them. If there's anything that needs warrantied, make sure to get a hold of the company and get that warrantied or or taken care of or fixed or whatever. Um, clean your gear, you know, especially if when you put stuff away, your pack has blood in it or whatever, and you throw it in a tote, it's not going to be very good the next year. So do that. Um, you know, clean your packs. My big deal is cl- to clean my knives and get those taken care of and have everything sorted and put away. And it'll make it a, a heck of a lot nicer and less, less like running around with a chicken, like a chicken with our heads cut off when, when, uh, season gets close and we're scrambling to fix gear and we're scrambling to buy gear and we're scrambling for all that kind of, all that stuff. So clean your packs, your knives, sort your gear, put it away nice, all those things. Um, on to our Onyx tip of the week. You can always go to, uh, Onyx maps under code rock has to check out for 20% off to get your maps lined up. Um, yeah, they've been really helpful for us this year and, and just being able to, you know, sit down with people and look at some country and kind of mark it out for them. Um, Black Rifle Coffee, always, always a big fan of them. I got the holiday blend and it's delicious. Um, all right. Upcoming episodes, like I said, the part one of the meat care, um, is coming down the pipe and then, of course, we're gonna we're gonna talk to Robbie. I'm gonna try to get the Eastman guys on to talk some tag strategy type things. And yeah, hopefully we'll have some good episodes coming down the pipe for you. And um, yeah, hope everybody uh, has a great Christmas. And we will talk to you towards the end of the month. <laughs>